This podcast is part of the Deluxe Edition Network. To find other great shows on the network, head over to deluxeeditionnetwork.com. That's deluxeeditionnetwork.com. Attention, the Milf and Me podcast contains strong language, mature conversations about sexuality and a multitude of lifestyles, as well as occasional criticism of political fuckery. Keep politics out of your pants, folks. Your hosts, Antonio and Diana, are not certified relationship specialists. We are cynical assholes with microphones, pretty much like every other podcast. We are happy to be a part of the Deluxe Edition Network. Visit them online or on your favorite social media platform, and please sure to check out the two featured podcasts of the month. Those are the Take on the World podcast and the Beard Laws podcast. And now, with that out of the way, enjoy the show. I don't help my wife cook. I don't help her clean, do laundry, take care of the kids. None of that. Because I do what I'm supposed to do as a father and a husband. I cook. I clean. I do the laundry. I take care of the kids. I can't help my wife do those things because they are my job too. Change the way you speak. Change the way you think. And grow the fuck up and be a man. Oh. Hell yes. Hell yeah. That is a very smart man right there. And welcome to the MILF and Me podcast. I'm your host, Antonio, back with the OG MILF, the main MILF mommy herself, Diana. Hello. I'm not even going to say welcome back to the show anymore because we already did that. Yep, you're we here. did it. I'm here. You're here. I'm you're the here. host. Um, I'm you're, sure. You're the host. Yeah, I'm the host. We're the host. And you have to listen to us. This yep. is us now. Yep, yep. Um, so yeah, last episode, I was worried that we were going to like maybe stumble a little bit. Like Mm -hmm. you haven't been on the couch for two months. I've been talking to other people, you know, it's like uh, riding a bike. It is like riding a bike. (laughs) You, you're the bike. Yeah. (laughs) I'll be the bike. I don't fucking care. Whatever. Yeah. I've heard stories. You're the bike. Oh, you haven't Ah. heard. You haven't heard shit. But I'm on Reddit right now, and half these stories are about you. I'm just kidding. Uh-huh. I, I mean, let's see him. That's what I want to know. Don't do that one. I don't like that top sub. This <laughs> one that you have pulled up right now. That's oh. a disturbing subject for me for some reason. Like, I'm. Oh my god, you're right. I, I forgot feel about like that. Like, I'm gonna dry heave a little bit. Like, I don't know if we can talk about that specific one. I'm sorry, guests, that you have to listen to this banter for just a minute, but choose a different one i'll choose a different one yeah i'm like well it has to do with smells and i totally forgot that that is one of like your major fucking trigger points i have the most sensitive nose on the face of this fucking planet i could work for the dea <laughs> i just had this vision of you like on a, a leash on a leash with a little red vest at the airport yeah. in a little red a little red vest a fucking leash a really sexy collar and they're like this is our newest addition to the dea i think you just invented a new style of pornography oh, <laughs> you just invented is. a new category to go there on a porn is. hub <laughs> Oh my God. I'm telling Drug you. Drug sniffing MILF. I have, <laughs> I have a very sensitive nose. So yeah, we can't, we have to be careful with some of these 
some of these Reddit things you found. I want a t-shirt of that. I want someone in our audience who's good at art to draw <laughs> Diana with the leash at the airport sniffing suitcases. Oh my God. Uh, I want to see what you guys bring. I have a feeling this is going to become a reality for you. We have a, <laughs> we have enough people that love that love you and us, and I can see this happening. Probably at least people have Photoshop these days. I'm sure they could figure something out. Yes, absolutely. Just make sure I look somewhat sexy and attractive. <laughs> 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 All right. So All right. Um, this week we're doing something kind of fun. So last week we did that first date list, which has been all over the internet. Yeah. People talking about it. It was on like the local news channels. I know. I, I, I think it was like in Chicago. I pulled up one of the news channels. It was like a three minute segment where they actually went out onto the street and interviewed people about this list. Where That's, did it start? Where did it originate? It on TikTok. It just okay. showed up on TikTok. It probably showed up on Twitter like a lot of things do. And then yeah. people made videos of it. But I got it off of TikTok of people saying like, hey, these are the places where you cannot take us women yeah. to on a first date. It feels weird because it just felt so much like it would come originate from Utah, that list. I don't know why. Probably because Applebee's was right at the top. <laughs> and they had a buffet on there, too. Yeah. <laughs> but here's the thing, too, is like there were dudes, of course, on social media that were losing their fucking minds. Like, really? Well, where the fuck are we supposed to take you then if we can't take you to these places? Women these days are so fucking picky and blah, 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 blah. Are you serious? I'm totally serious. And here's the oh, funny wow. thing, too. The majority, right? The majority of female dating influencers that I follow yeah. were like, yeah, well, fuck this list, too. I fucking love Wingstop. Take me to Wingstop all day, just like I said. Yeah. Go get me chips and salsa from Chili's. Yeah. Most people were fine with it. It was just probably. You know which ones were offended, right? The ones that just came home from a first date the night before. That was one of those places. And they took their first date to that place. And that fucking girl that he took on the first date saw that list. Those are the people that are going to get butt hurt all day long over stuff like this. Is that, you know, I, I don't even want to get down this rabbit hole, that whole perception of high value thing that yeah. we've been talking about forever. Yeah. It's really interesting, though, because I had this conversation with Kay where I was like, hey, don't date the person that doesn't want you for who you are. Who doesn't yeah. like you for what you represent, you know, because that's the whole thing is these dudes keep getting told yeah. that they have to dress better, make more money, have that perception of high value, manifest shit. Yeah. And they are spending way too much money taking women that don't even really want them. They're trying to impress them. To impress them. Yeah. You know, it's like, just be you, you know. Yeah, it's true. You'll, you will probably attract someone who is more worth your time and effort and yep. has a better personality. Mm -hmm. If you're just a little bit patient and have those conversations, you know, that's what, that's what it's all about. Yeah. And most of those places, you know, we, we shat on some, of course, but some of those it's like, well, those are places where you can really get to know yeah. a person better without putting on this false air of like, yes, I come to this restaurant all the time. You know? <laughs> Garçon. <laughs> I love when you pull this voice. It's right? so good. It's so good. And then you whip out your Chase debit card and it declines. You're like, oh, just try the other one. Just <laughs> <laughs> it's so true, though. That's why I'm laughing so hard because it's actually. Have you ever had a dude like not be able to pay? I think you might have told a story before. I think um, there was one that you said. The one where he left his wallet at home. Yeah. 
Yeah, that that's was funny because that's going to make full circle in a little bit, but was... we'll get to that. <laughs> so to start off this episode, um, since we decided we don't want to talk about our relationships or dating for a minute, we're going to take a break from that so you can just heal, recover, detox, detox. <laughs> you went through some shit in the last two months, which you know what? I got to tell you this yeah. because I love you, but fuck yeah. you. Okay. Right? Fuck you back. Yeah. 100%. Let's hear it. I was hoping that you were going to take some time uh-huh. to like you said, detox. And you uh-huh. did. You detox from life. You got a lot of shit priorities straightened. Uh-huh. But at the same time, I was like, I hope she's not going to get on Twitter or uh, Tinder mm-hmm. during this time. And then you sent me a dating profile, uh-huh. which means you were on Tinder. Yeah, I have to fucking do my research. <laughs> I have to research on what's going on in the world. Every single thing that I have found in the past two months as I get bored sick and I swipe and I'm just looking at people's shit it's getting worse. It's getting worse. And I have to know, like, I can't keep myself out of it because what good is that going to do? Right? right. It's like you have to keep up with technology. You have to keep up with what's going on in the world. That's where I am with the dating scene. I want to know what the fuck's going on out there. Right. It's getting, it's getting worse. Okay. Um, I didn't meet anyone on there. But um, don't forget. You shit. I know. You forgot this, but I'll remind you. Don't forget that my life kind of blew up in my face. That's why I had to take the two months. I didn't yeah. take the two months to like, okay, I need to take a break. I need to detox. Like I literally was pushed into, I'm not going to be able to do this and right, this and right, this. So right, we're going right. to have to take a sabbatical. So to my defense, I had to because I wasn't leaving the house. I wasn't going out. I wasn't going to have cocktails. I wasn't meeting up with friends or anybody. So the only way I could keep tabs on what the hell the world is going, like it's a dumpster fire. It's worse. It's getting worse. And I almost want to say that the men and the women are doing it to be funny. They're like, (laughs) <laughs> They're like, there was one dude that had every single one of his photos was a fishing one of right. him holding a fish on every picture. And I'm like, that passive aggressive piece of shit. <laughs> he totally is doing this on purpose. You know what I mean? Right. And then I started laughing and I'm like, this is worse, but it's more entertaining. Entertaining. Is that a sick joke or what? It's no. like, this is worse. Like, how the hell am I ever going to meet anybody? I'm not going to meet anyone on Tinder. That's right. just how it is. But I love to get on there because it's free entertainment and there is some shit on there like a man's wedding ring a a photo of his hand with a ring on that was it that was the only picture he posted and he said i am married i just need a side piece i'm not getting what i need at home i mean he fucking spelled it out and i'm just going over here going well that's not my style but kudos to you right sir sir (laughs) but anyway yeah so i did i did get on and i didn't take a full-blown dark mia 100 percent off the grid um but that might come in the future yeah we'll be ready for it we got people we got people that can fill in for you (laughs) yeah and i don't i don't want to say that i'm gonna need that it's just you know sometimes being you know and we'll talk about this as we start recording and start taking this new shift that we're mm-hmm. doing, um, I'm a very intuitive person.
person. I'm an empath. I have been blessed with these gifts that are very overwhelming at times. And social media bogs down this type of personality that yeah. I have, you know? Yeah. It does. Because um, I'm like a sponge. I take in the energy and I take it in and I absorb it and it truly affects me. So with that being said... With that being said, and like, like my thing on that is too, like you're saying that people are just doing, they're just fucking around on yeah. Tinder now. Yeah. I think there's something in the human nature where we want to just sink the Titanic, right? Yeah. We've seen it with Twitter. Mm -hmm. We've seen it with Tinder and the other things too, where it's like, where these things, when they stop working for us, right? Yeah. When too many assholes get in and they're fucking it up and yeah. blah, blah, blah. Well then- it just becomes more fun to try and crash it. And it's right? a joke. It's a joke. Yeah. It's like, okay, well then how about I'm just post pictures of my, this fucking fish. Yeah. And that's all I'm going to do. Yeah. Or, you know, I'm just going to like draw a happy face on my tits and yep. that's my Tinder profile. And there's now. plenty of that. There's People are now trying to crash and burn Twitter, Tinder, mm -hmm. Bumble, all that shit because it doesn't work anymore. Right. That's so right. it didn't work in the first place. It's right. just getting worse. It's just getting worse. Yeah. I think it's just human nature where it's like when things that we used to love don't benefit us anymore, we don't want them to go away quietly. We want right. to see them fucking burn. Yeah. That's just human nature. So, it's yeah, happening. It's happening. Yep. I jumped on Reddit today because I just didn't think of anything that I wanted to talk about with you that wasn't going to like lead into the mm -hmm. personal stuff going on in your life. Mm -hmm. So my idea was, hey, how about let's not talk about our problems and let's talk about other people's. Yeah, that's more fun anyway. Yeah, so I got onto Reddit slash relationships, which I do dig a lot of stuff for the show off of this. And we're going to just kind of read a few of these and give our little takes on them, our little okay. uh, ins and outs, P's and Q's. So how about this one? My husband, 45, wants me, 33, to choose him or my brother. Wow. My younger brother just moved into our basement slash bedroom. He hit a rough patch and has some mental health issues. Last year, he was in a mental facility after being caught for trying to take his own life. Scary. Over the last year, he's worked on himself a lot, and he is now with us working and saving for his own place my husband has been hiding in our room for the last few days, won't speak, won't talk to me. He says he's stressed out because he doesn't like this living situation anymore. He agreed to my brother staying for a year. My brother pays bills here each month, buys his own groceries, has no extra expenses to us. In fact, he's been a massive help with our kids and our dogs. But he thinks he's driving a wedge between us, and so now he's saying it's either him or me. Mm -hmm. What do you think? Well, there's plenty of ways to cross a room, right? Right. There's a million different ways that he could approach her with this information. Like there doesn't need to be an ultimatum. It doesn't he doesn't even asshole about it. Right. Um and I don't know his tone cuz this is just on the interwebs, but you know what I mean? Like you can sit down and say, "Yo, guess what? This isn't quite working for me. Is it working for you? Cuz this fucking sucks." Right. How much longer do you think we should help him? Right. Like make it a we thing instead of you, 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 it's him or me, you, Ooh, you. Agreed. Mm -hmm. Like make it a we thing. I mean, if you're, it, they said husband. Yeah. So yeah. they're married, right? Yeah. Um. So the point is just you're married. It's not her and you. It's we and we. it's us. And, and what if it was his brother? What if it was his mom or sister? And then they sure. had to make that decision. But it still comes down to the conversation. 
and even, how it's even delivered. Even if it was on his side of the family, you still have right. to come together and say, so how much longer do you think we should help him? Right. Or how much longer do you think, you know, is there anything more we could do or bring him into the conversation too and say, thank you so much for helping with the kids and the groceries. We appreciate right. that. How much longer do you think you need to stay with us? Right. Like you don't need to be a dick. And be like, choose your brother or choose me. Yeah, I think there's like that general lack of compassion, you know, where especially if you're seeing a guy who's improving himself. Yeah. If it's a dude that just comes in and he's just a piece of shit and a freeloader, which that happens all the time too, that's a different story. You know, right. that's where you can really have a conversation. But according to her, and she could be full of shit, you know, it is her brother, mm -hmm. but he's making improvements on himself. He's a financial help. I mean, think about it right now how expensive shit is, right? Yeah. If you had someone that could take $500 a month off your mortgage yeah. and you barely have to interact with them, yeah. fucking sign me up, right? Yeah. If you've got the room and you're doing something nice for somebody and I believe, okay, I, I believe in karma in the sense that you create good energy doing good things for other people yeah, and then they in return will at least promote another positive energy that'll either help someone else or even you. Sure. But I don't believe in cosmic karma where like what comes right. around goes around. Right. Cause I've seen too many people, good people get fucked over and uh -huh. never have any like compensation for all the good they've done. And I've seen terrible people just keep getting more and more and more and more good stuff happen to them. Yep. You know, hundred percent. So that's where I'm like kind of split on the karma thing, but seriously, the husband yeah. kind of sounds like a, there doesn't need to be any ultimatums in yeah. place. And when you, I mean, he was on board at some point. So now he right. gets to it deal with that. It just didn't happen. Yeah. How about this? My husband quit using nicotine and I don't like him anymore. Does this go away or is this really who he is? My husband and I have been married for about five years. We get along well, rarely argue. We're just a very chill couple He's been using nicotine in one form or another since we were young. He recently started using nicotine pouches, but wanted to quit cold turkey. I didn't ask him to do it. He just did it on his own. I was expecting some grumpies for a while. I can handle that. But his whole personality changed. Now he is loud, obnoxious, annoying, and I honestly don't know how to deal. Is this withdrawal? Does this go away? Is this who he is as a person? I just want my husband that I married back. But obviously, I don't want to encourage him to start using nicotine again. Wow. There are really special people in the world, aren't there? I mean, okay, so I've seen this with, like, people who've quit drinking, you know. The, my dad was what people would call a, a high-functioning alcoholic, right? Okay. He could drink a I know, lot. I know these people. Yes. Yep. yep. But never appeared to be overly drunk. Yeah. But if he was sober he definitely seemed like a different person than the person that we were used to. Like if you're drinking a beer every couple hours, you're not getting totally drunk, yeah. but you are staying in this constant level of inebriation that just becomes your zone. It yeah. just becomes your personality. I get it. Especially when it's someone that like you are sharing life with. So yeah, that'd be yeah. hard. The withdrawals for sure. The grumpiness. Um, I've like, I've connected deeply with men that smoke cigarettes mm -hmm. and I had to end it really fast because I don't like the smell of it yeah it's a lot it's too much and it grossed me out when I would kiss him um so it's kind of this is kind of a different opposite thing but 
I would be super happy if someone stopped smoking. <laughs> I'd be like, thank God, I was hoping you'd stop, you know? Right. But we're adults. So be an adult and try to figure out a way to stop being grumpy from the withdrawals. Well, it also sounds like there's a you know? psychological thing going too. Yeah. Well, let's say let's you get through the withdrawals. Okay, so how about... Hey, maybe there's a support group for you. Or maybe find some gum to chew. I don't fucking know. Like, Nicorette. Like, there's so many things you can do. You're an right. adult. His whole point, though, is he wanted to go cold turkey. He didn't yeah. want, like, any nicotine. Well, you know? that's, again, is that smart as an adult to do? We're adults. Is it smart to go cold turkey? Or is it going to make you an angry, Ooh, miserable... This is a very interesting retort. Is it going to make you an angry, miserable asshole? Because maybe yeah. what you should do is not go cold turkey, because you can't. Apparently. Apparently you can't. So ease into it. You know, it's like, I don't know. Adults need to grow up sometimes. (laughs) Take some responsibility for your shit, right? Like if you're going to, if you're going to do that, know that you smoked for that many years and you can't be miserable to be around when you stop. I have, okay, we are in Utah, right? Whoa, this is yeah. the porn usage <laughs> capital of the world. A lot of people don't know that. Yeah. Um, I was really close to this one girl one time. Uh, she was an ex-girlfriend from years ago. And then she got married to this dude. And he was like hyper, 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 hyper sexual, mm-hmm. right? And then at some point, that all kind of changed where he just wanted to stop having sex with her. Oh, and, you know, they already had their kids and they were like still kind of fooling around and blah, blah, yeah. blah. But he just became like super just avoidant and he didn't want to have any kind of intimacy, have any kind of connection, didn't even like want to cuddle. And then it was like a little bit later that she opened up his laptop one day and it was like 50 different kinds of porn. Right. Yeah. So what he had been doing, apparently is he was watching the kind of porn that corresponded with their sex life. So whatever they were doing, that was the kind of porn that he was watching, and it was kind of interchangeable. But then when he started getting into things that were a little bit darker or deeper or a little, say, more aggressive, and she did not collaborate, he just kind of shut down physically with her. That is so interesting. Because now the fantasies that were right. created by porn, and this is why people say porn is dangerous, I say everything in moderation and just be healthy and know right. your limits and know your weaknesses. Yep. So when he went cold turkey on porn as part of their process of staying together, yeah, she actually said that he was more bearable when he was watching the porn than when he was off the porn. Yeah. Because he felt that now he'd lost all of his sexual identity. Wow. So yeah, you're right. Going cold turkey off of something without having like a healthy step yeah. system to get where you need to be yeah. is kind of dangerous for certain people. And we're not children. Like we don't need to be controlled no. by other adults. Right. You know, but so, get, some of us do. Get control. <laughs> get control of your own life. Right. Like if you know you have an addiction or you know you have a problem, it's either gonna get worse, you're gonna die, it's gonna kill you. Or you're going to get help. I mean, that's honestly where I'm at in my life, right? Like I have three choices. It's going to get worse. I'm going to die. or I'm going to make a change. Okay. Yeah. So that's how it is with all of this shit. Like could be miserable to be around. I know when I'm miserable to be around and everyone around me knows when I am. But I'm also really good at communicating it too. Like I'm super grumpy. I've had a really long day. Blah, blah, blah. This happened. This happened. And my kids are like, okay, 
Mom's grumpy. Got it. <laughs> but she's still going to cook for us. She's still going to feed us dinner. This is good. You know what I mean? But these types of things, though, like, don't be miserable to be around. Communicate about it. Get some fucking Nicorette gum at the goddamn Walmart <laughs> and chew it so that you can baby step yourself off of it so you're not a miserable human being. Right. So, yeah, that's stupid. Anyway, moving on. Hey, guys. Matt coming at you from The Real Drunks. Hey, if you're in a movies, booze, craft beers, and just shooting the shit with your friends, join myself, Jake, and Alyssa on The Real Drunks on the Deluxe Edition Network and anywhere you get your podcast from. That's The Real Drunks, R-E-E-L, The Real Drunks. Check us out. Moving on. My boyfriend of two months got really mad because I want to visit my really depressed friend in our two-month anniversary, and if I do so, I wouldn't be able to talk to him on the phone at 6 p.m. Am I being unreasonable? So today is our two-month anniversary since we became a couple, but we didn't have anything planned for today, but we have plans on Saturday. We didn't plan anything because I work in the morning, he works today from 2 to 11, and we decided to wait for the weekend. Today he told me that he wanted to talk to me at 6 p.m., but I told him I had to visit my severely depressed friend who's been having a really rough time lately. My boyfriend got really mad and told me that I was picking my friend over him and our anniversary. I told him we didn't have any plans today anyway, so why couldn't we just talk later? By the way, taking on the phone twice by the way, talking on the phone twice a day seems too much for me. So um two months in, this already feels like this guy is an attention whore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this reminds me of someone I know. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh my god. Think of that. Think Isn't of that. that weird? Um yeah, they're, listen, they're both right. They're both right. I'm right down the middle split on this one. Like, I feel like he should show some empathy towards this friend that needs his girlfriend. Right. And I also feel like she needs to set some boundaries with her friend. Right. So that she can, I didn't know we were celebrating two month anniversaries, but hey. So that she can be with her boyfriend to celebrate their two-month anniversary. Does that make sense? It does make sense. So, like, yo, I really want to chat with you, but I'm going to surprise my guy. We're going to go have dinner and stuff. Can I chat with you tomorrow? Or he's going to be at work right. between these hours. How about we talk then? Well, I think this early in, if you can't come to a compromise of like, okay, well, yeah, it's our two-month anniversary. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's why I'm like, are we celebrating this? Because I'm not doing these things it's like literally why can't it wait a day why can't it wait two days but at the same time it's like i feel that this guy thinks and, and i feel i i get i get where he's coming from i'm not saying i agree with it right that's what i'm saying i'm on the fence with this one you can have a friend that takes up entirely too much of your time and energy yeah and if you are a yes person yep it's hard for you to say no and it's very easy for your partner to be like well then you care more about that relationship than me which if I've known this person all my life and you're my two-month boyfriend, fuck yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah, this is it. I mean, we can put ourselves in this position, you and I, right? Yes. Whenever this topic of conversation comes up with anybody that I meet, um, you are my family. Like, you're not just mm -hmm. a friend I've known for a minute. Right. Like, you are literally my family. Like, I call my brother and you when I need some emotional support. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. It, 
So if it was, if it's a relationship like that, then that's easy. You call your friend and be like, yo, it's my two month anniversary. Stop fucking around. I'll call <laughs> you tomorrow. Right. You know, let me be with my guy tonight. Um, but on the flip side, shame on her boyfriend for not just being like, you know, that's cool. Let's deal with that and then come over at eight. You want to deal with that at six? Come over at eight. If it was me. Right. That's compromising. That's compromising. If it was me and I really wanted to, because at two months in, you should not expect that you are that important yet. Right. Two yeah. months in to me is still kind of like that neutral zone of like how that's can not I, the reality. It's not well. That's it, not where the world is right now. Is what I'm what I'm trying to bring you over onto my side, saying right. you're adorable, but it's just not real. In two months, the men think they own you. Right. Well, they're fuckheads. I, I'm not gonna <laughs> I'm not gonna say that I'm a self proclaimed nice guy because nice guy is oh, like a toxic term these days. I'm gonna cry. But for me, <laughs> I would be like, hey, yeah. That two-month zone for me is still, yeah. I'm still trying to get into your good graces because I want this to hit the six-month mark. Right. Dating through the seasons. Right. How much can you rely on me? So if it was me, I'd be like, okay, how can I help you? How can I help them? Wouldn't like that mean it. so much more to you I than me being this little crybaby in the corner thing? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> if you were to volunteer, like, yeah, what can I do to help? Or right. like, what can I do to support you? Or what can we do to support him? Absolutely. I didn't even think of that. Right. Honestly, is that so sad that we're sitting here doing this podcast and you bring a completely new perspective to it? this type of situation that should be this the answer it should be the answer but i'm so personally me (laughs) i'm so stuck and damaged in damaged (laughs) in how i've been treated for specific situations like this that they fly off the handle right because you don't show up and you're like but i'm this good friend and I'm this loving I'm a loving good girlfriend but I'm a loving good friend too like I can't be in two places at one time work with me a little bit do the relationship math buddy right if you piss off your girlfriend because you're saying that she's too uh, invested in this friendship and not enough in you well guess what you just pissed her off you're not getting fucked you want to get fucked offer to help with the situation can I bring you guys anything? Can I bring you some chips and salsa from Chili's or some yeah, wing stop? Right. Right. Yeah. You're going to no. get fucked then. For me, <laughs> when that type of behavior happens, because it just did recently. Yeah. Ha- it ended. <laughs> right. It ended everything because it was ugly. Right. It was like, okay, you jealous person. I'm not going to be name calling, but like, what if I need a me time? What if I need a me night? What if I need a bubble bath and candles and meditation and mm-hmm. a time for me to get centered? Mm-hmm. That makes me be a better girlfriend. It makes me be a better mom and a better person. Yeah. Don't get jealous because of me time. So, yeah, anytime that rears its ugly head, it is over before I can fucking say it. Well, that's healthy. That's healthy. Well, that's healthy. He's like, he's in the background. Well, that's healthy. That's healthy. It's it's called boundaries. Yeah. Well, I have a good therapist and it's fucking called boundaries. She has all my money, but it's called boundaries. Well earned money, in my opinion. Let's do one last one. Okay. I'm 27, female, really uncomfortable with how weirdly touchy my boyfriend is with his best friend's wife. And I don't know how to address it. 
So a friend of mine introduced us in March and we clicked from the get-go. I've met his family, his friends, vice versa. We've almost lived together how often we stay at each other's places. And he's a great guy except for one thing. His best friend and my boyfriend have known each other and their wife for about 10 years. They all met in college. So of course they'll be close, but I feel he's a little too close to the wife. Ooh. I was sitting with her and a few other people in the living room. My boyfriend was outside with his friend. He popped his head in. He said that she looked good, made a little quip about them leaving, and they gave themselves a big hug and held hands and just were really cuddly the rest of the night. I've seen them briefly play with their hair. It's almost done unconsciously because in the months that they've been sitting next to each other, all they do is talk, but now they're getting a little bit more touchy. What do I do? Well, I've known you longer than half my life, and we don't even act this way. We don't. So that is really, I'm going to say it, I'm going to say it, I'm going <gasps> to use the cool words that the kids are using, that's sus. It's so sus. It's fucking sus. I would say something right away, like, yo, that's so, like, when are you guys going to start dating? <laughs> <laughs> Or like, what does the friend think? Do you think there's a little three-way thing going here? I don't know. Maybe that's, you might want to follow that person because I bet you in about a month, she or he, whoever posted this, was it a girl? It was a girl. They probably are going to have an open relationship. They're going to be exploring down that road because he's going to come to her and approach her with this. Right. Grand idea. It's weird because we've talked about this before where it's like, yeah, most of my friends are girls. Yeah. But even when, if you had a boyfriend or like when my other friends have their yeah. husbands, stuff like that, we're never like touchy feely. Well, how it's, long? It's I mean, hugs I'm, and shit. I'm single as fuck. And how many barbecues and movie nights and whatever wine nights and I'm over here. Right. And we're not doing that. I'm not a touchy person anyway. We all know this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I am with my person in the right moments and times, but you know, even as like a friend, sister, mom, daughter, whatever, that I'm not that way anyway. So if you acted that way with me, even I'd right. be like, what the fuck are, the you, fuck do are you doing? Get your fucking hands <laughs> off me. You know what I mean? I'd be like, Kristen, get your boy under control. Control your dog. <laughs> control, this, control this thing. You know what I mean? Right. So that's super sus. Well, super sus, but also the same thing is like the fact that it is his best friend's wife. Yeah. yeah. I guess you're all close. But mm -mm. there is a thing of being too comfortable. And you know me. We're like a you-do-you you type of mentality. Yeah, we are. I really give a fuck. But at the we same are. time, um, I, I have a problem sometimes when some of my friends are having, like, private conversations with my person. Yeah. You know? Yeah. If they were having private conversations with people that aren't in my inner circle, it doesn't really bother me. But at the same time, it's like, why are you messaging my person at midnight yeah. it makes no sense yeah you know and it, you, could, it could easily go through me if you can't get a hold of them and you're a human being you know when you're crossing a line right you're not an idiot right, right. i mean some people are so fucking stupid maybe but you know you're crossing a line so i'll just use this as an example if i was needing you if i was in major need of your emotional support and it was really late at night mm -hmm. I would send a message to you and Kristen at the same time mm. because I love her just as much as I love you. And you have. And I have, right? And even on the nights that I'm here and we're drinking wine or something, it's like I want her perspective just as much as I want yours. I'm not looking to cross lines and boundaries because that's not my style, first mm -hmm. of all. But 
people that are in relationships, we're adults. Again, we're adults. Be responsible for your actions. If she calls her boyfriend out on this behavior and he acts weird about it, I would end that relationship so fucking fast yeah. and walk away from it because there's nothing changing in his mind. He's yeah. attracted to her and he has something more there because he's not even respecting his own best friend. Right. His homeboy. I agree will. with you. Uh, right. hundred percent. Yeah. So there you go. All right, here is another first date fail. I want to get your opinion on this one. Worst first date ever. He would not get off his phone when I got there. He even brought his baby that he didn't tell me about. <gasps> no. What are you going to get to eat? I think I'm going to get the full rack of ribs. Are you sure you don't want a salad? <laughs> no, I think I want the ribs. She has a ring on. Well, if you forgot oh my your God, wallet, I you can just like Venmo. She has a ring on her finger, a diamond ring. I'm mm, sorry, I don't, I don't have cash out. Where are you? Okay, well, um, like your bank account, you can just transfer the money to me. Here you go. I'm waiting for a check to pay. And sorry, what was the last thing you asked me for? A little container of carrots. Oh, carrots. Yes, yeah. gotcha. Well, honestly, I feel like you invited me here. Like, I feel like I shouldn't have to pay. I thought you invited me. Oh my god! I didn't know the ring. Is this bullshit? Are they just doing this for views? I don't know. Oh my god! It's probably her baby, and that's probably her husband, and they're just doing this for views. I See, hope not. I hope not. I hope Are not. Are people doing that? I don't know. See, that's what I hate about the world. Is I'm like thinking that everybody in the world is just good people. That people don't lie. People oh. aren't assholes. But then we see stuff like this, and I get out and date again. And it's like people are assholes and people are rude and people are fake and people aren't real. So I'm sorry. I, f I saw that. Right yeah, but I'm gates. glad you saw it because you, this is why we do this. You see things that I don't. But what if it was like her old great grandma's ring from 1901 and she just passed away and so she like. Put it on. She had it on her left it was hand on too. Her left yeah, hand. I'm doing the I'm doing the visual math. I know. Here. Sorry. Oh, but no, it's it's a good thing. But like so this does this, happen. This, there are influencers that do this just to get lives. Yeah, it's the storyline. I guess we'll just go off of that. Um, that's shitty. <laughs> if I mean, this was real, it, if it was it's real, shitty. It's shitty, and you don't just show up with a random baby and a random baby carrier. Like what the hell? Yeah, see, I thought that this could have been a, a thing where it's like, okay, this is the worst day ever. Yeah. He brings a baby, yeah. and then he says, order a salad instead of the ribs, yeah. and oh, I don't have my wallet. Or I mean, mm -hmm. the thing is, like, I've heard enough true stories that are close to this right. that I gave it some validity, but that ring, man, that makes me double check, like, I oh, know. these fuckers are just fooling with us. So when we're done recording, let's dig into their account a little bit. And yeah, I we can bet, do that. I bet you'll see we'll more do of updates this. for next week. You'll see more <laughs> of this guy, right? Cause it's probably someone she's with, but yeah, the, uh, I've seen some things where the girl will order something and the dude will be like, you sure you want to order that? It's kind right. of a lot of food. Right. And they'll say some stupid, weird thing that then she gets offended, you know? Um, 
Or like I have a really good friend, you know exactly who I'm talking about. We used to go like bars and stuff together. Yeah. And she has a really specific order at this one place. It's wings and a side of mac and cheese, uh-huh. which if I'm there, I'm getting it too because it's fucking bomb. Yeah. But she's gone there and met guys and those guys are like, you're going to, you're going to eat all that. Yeah. Do you eat like that often? Yeah. Like I met you here. Yeah. You know, so you're here eating that every night as if like they're doing the calorie math. It's like, bro, go fuck yourself. Just turn it around and be like, why? If you want a bite, just ask me. <laughs> just ask me for a bite. Like you don't have to act all weird and be like, are you going to order a fucking salad? Don't tell me you're a salad orderer. Are you ordering a salad for yourself? Like, what are we doing here? Right. Right. I mean, I would just turn it around if that's never happened to me before in a million years. I've dated. I Well, I'm going to say dated. I've been on dates with girls that will order the water and a side salad and like a breadstick. Like I've been with that before. And it's just like, I'm not that girl. I'm not that girl. I just get what sounds good on the menu at that time. I don't go for the crazy fucking expensive thing. I don't go for the other thing like I'm gonna get what sounds good in the moment right honestly and another thing I love to do because I love food so much and I love to cook you know like we're both kind of in this this thing where we love food and I want to know well what are you gonna order yeah well I might order this but what are you gonna order because I might want to have a bite or like you You want a bite of mine splitsy plates I love doing splitsy plates I think it's so much fun I know I do too and it it's fun too because it kind of breaks the ice if the other person's awkward I'm not an awkward person, but yeah. Anyway. Well, that bugs me that that might not be real. I will do better when I start hunting for more of these videos. You've done great (laughs) up to this point. Up to this point. (laughs) Just don't let it happen again. God damn it. Right. She just just put a check mark next to my name. And (laughs) if I get three check marks, I have to stay after class and clean the eraser. That's how it works. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'll have Kristen make you scrub the toilets or something. Ugh. (laughs) <laughs> All right. I feel like we're back in our groove. Here we are. Yeah. Two episodes down. We'll keep recording more and just keep everyone be patient with us as we start like turning this show into something a little bit different. I don't yeah. think the energy is going to change. It's we're just not. talking about different things. We didn't want to sound stagnant and I think we're doing yeah. a good job with it. Yeah. And-, and we need to be talking about stuff that aligns with my life too. Yeah. Um, just because I'm a very natural person in general like I don't want to feel forced and I don't want to feel like I'm beating a dead horse as right. well with the dating scene um I will be dating but I won't be dating but my main focus right now is mental health and um life life stuff careers money kids um and in the middle of all that I'm still trying to find my partner in life and I'm telling you right now, it is a special kind of hell, you know? Yeah. So we're going to share, we're going to be sharing some stuff and I appreciate everybody so much. Well, I like that the fact that you are really just focusing on yourself. Like our one dude says, come healed or we can't deal. I feel like you're going to really start taking that seriously with yourself because, you know, you don't want that trauma bond shit that we keep finding in these dating videos and these Twitter stories and yeah. So bad. Everyone, you know where to find us on the milfmepod.com. Be sure to message us. And we haven't done this for a while, but if you've got some crazy Tinder profiles or some dating stories that you want us to share on the podcast, make sure to email us at the milfandmepod at gmail.com. 
or just send us a message on Instagram or Twitter and we will get back to you. Yes. Diana, I love you and I will see you next week. Love you so much.